Hello, lovelies. Welcome to my podcast, Love, Hope, and Fluffy Stuff. It's your girl, Alyssa. So I just wanted to say that this podcast is a safe haven for my fellow fatties, a place where you can unwind and be your authentic self. In this space, we promote kindness, respect, and love. Um, And we like to show empathy and compassion. So if you are not about that, move along. Um, I am by no means perfect. None of us are. We are all flawed. But I have the same rights as you to love mine. Okay, so today's going to be an interesting episode, an interesting chat. Um, the title of this episode is Worth Waiting For, right? So we're just going to dive right in. Um, I got adopted at 14. And despite me being that age, I was just very naive about sex, right? Like, I didn't even understand that boys and girls had different body parts. And I know nowadays that seems so far-fetched and, and like, odd, weird, but I was just pretty sheltered, Um Honestly, I just moved around so much that I never learned much. Like I was literally in one home moving into the next. So there wasn't really time to take root and um, figure out normal kid things. I just was always going to the next home. I remember getting my cycle at one of my foster parents' home. And thinking I was literally dying. I mean, they were, she was no help. There was just blood everywhere and not having a clue why. Like, the foster mom that I was living with at the time, and no shade to their ethnicity. I mean, I just did not have a good experience um, in this home. They really, really, really mistreated me. Um, And she just did not care for me and she wasn't much help. Um, It was a, I just, I'm not even going to say what ethnicity it was, but um, yeah, it was just a hard few months for me in that home. And I had to figure out my cycle on my own. And I got picked on a lot in the process because I didn't know how to manage it. It was brutal. This was in middle school, man. Like, I just remember being in middle school with my, um, I had a Winnie the Pooh, uh, was obsessed with Winnie the Pooh, rolling backpack, because that was the ish back then, and just being bullied and picked on and set aside, even by my teacher, because the way my foster mom was setting it up, she was making it seem like I was just choosing not to handle this properly when she was not teaching me how to handle my menstrual properly and um, cleanly. I, like It just, everything was wrong. Um, okay, I'm getting a bit off topic. 
anyway, by the time I met my parents, um, I was a teenager about to start high school. I was 14. And you're probably thinking like, well, at 14, you hadn't had any crushes or like boys you liked or anything like that. Well, I mean, I had crushes on boys because that's what all the other girls did. And I didn't want to be left out, left off, left out by not thinking Tyler Owens was the cutest boy on the planet. Like I needed to oot and awe just as much as my friends. While Tyler Owens was super sweet and easy on the eyes with his blonde hair and blue eyes, um, I didn't really understand why we crushed on him. Like I, I did not understand. I just went along with it. And I was busy trying to get lunch money and figure out how long I'd be at that particular foster home. I just wasn't thinking about boys. I didn't I didn't understand the appeal, okay? So here I am moving into my parents' home um, and there are kids there already. There is three siblings living there. Um, one is closer to my age. The other two, one's like a toddler and the other one is like a preteen. I don't remember their exact ages. And I know if she ever heard this, she would be so upset with me. But she knew about boys and, and sex and things like that. So I was first introduced to this hot topic um, by her. And she lent me a book about it. And I was intrigued. It was a black author. I cannot think of the name right now, but I mean, my mind was just blown, you know? Um, I just could not fathom that you stick this here and it just brings out this feeling. And I just, I was intrigued, not because I wanted to go out and have sex, um, but because it was interesting, the emotions it invoked in those characters and how intriguing it was to me. Like I was hooked. So I wanted the type of relationship that these people had, the, the type of relationship to risk it all for the person you love. And just remember, I've <clears throat> I wanted to be loved so deeply, so much that this was something, <clears throat> excuse me, something else that I latched on to, right? Because now I'm moving towards getting a family. And that's one um, link or one empty spot vacancy in my soul being filled. So now I'm being introduced to this another empty spot that I didn't even know was there. But when this gets brought, like put on my plate, I realized, well, man, I want this too, right? The relationship love aspect. So when the other girls started to live with us, 
they too were boy crazy. They would share things with me that they do with their boyfriends. And it was just all very educational for me. Um, <laughs> I am no, like, I love learning. And I just, I love knowledge, right? So I had to do some research for myself because these girls were just, I somehow, well, not somehow, because my, my mom and my dad were ingraining in me Christian values. So I was being told these things by these girls, but then I'm also being told like, okay, it's more than that in a relationship. So I like the way the girls were telling me, it was more so they were trying to feel a fill a void in them. So they were just sleeping with every Tom, Dick, and Harry that approached them. And I didn't want that. Um, so I started checking out lots of books and just reading a lot. Um, I would go to the library, my favorite place. And at the library, we're allowed to check out 100 books. So obviously, my mom wasn't letting me bring home that many books, but I could bring home like 10 to 15 books and I would read a book a day. I started with historical fiction because I've always loved the Renaissance and Baroque era. Um, plus their courtship was the closest to what I was looking for. So I started there and I just moved I just, anything that looked intriguing, I would take it home, read it, and just educate myself. There, Literally, that was it. Like, I just wanted to know. I wanted to know what different positions were. I wanted to know who, why, how it started. Like, what got you from just walking around, living your best life, to being like, okay, let's pull each other's clothes off. Let's get naked. Like I, I wanted to know the process of this. Yeah. So I educated myself on fictional love and sex. Um, but while I'm literally submerging myself in these books, I'm being taught that a Christian waits until they are married to have sex. And I wanted to be a good Christian girl. I mean, here I am with this family who finally is giving me a chance, who loves me. And they're telling me that they gave me a chance because God told them to give me a chance. So I'm like, well, I got to do right by this God that gave me a family, right? So I wanted to be a good Christian girl. I also wanted the experience of being swept off one's feet. Um, had I been an average girl, I probably would have thrown caution to the wind and been a hoe like some of the other girls that came and went through the house. And what I mean by average, I mean average weight, right? Um, but I couldn't have hoe tendencies because 
there aren't fat holes. Well, there wasn't where I was living, you know. Every city, state could be different. Um, the streets just, they weren't calling out our names, especially my name was not being called at all. They definitely weren't during my high school years. Um, I was always just friend material, right? I mean, I was a fat black girl going to a predominantly white school in the sticks of Florida. I was fortunate to have friends. So we were definitely pushing it with a boyfriend. Yeah, he was non-existent. Not that I was allowed to date anyway, but you know. <laughs> so the opportunity to lose my virginity never really arose in the way that I would have deemed it giveable. But by senior year, I decided that I didn't care even though I really did. But I didn't have a choice because no one wanted me as a girlfriend. I was just going to wait until my soulmate came and I'd have all my first with him, right? My first kiss, my first, you know, bedroom activities, all that stuff. Um, then he didn't come. I waited for Sir Soulmate year after year and he continued to stand me up. Just straight disrespectful. I was out in the world being my faithful self waiting for him and he just didn't run up on me. Ooh, <laughs> it made me so upset. Like, it made my skin boil to see all these happy couples living their best life, kissing and having sexy time while I was unhappily single, right? What, what was I saving myself for? Why was I waiting for him? He wasn't coming. During my college years, everyone talked about the epic orgies they partook in, the different sex styles they were experimenting with. People were losing their virginity left and right. And of course, I had to be told all this stuff. I mean, Fifty Shades came out during that time and people were sex fiends. A bit of sex here and there, thanks to Anastasia and Christian Grey. I mean, let's be real. If I'm a virgin, I'm not trying to lose my virginity to someone with chains and whips. I just, I never understood that. Um, I'm trying to do easy stuff. Like you're not finna go from virgin to orgy. Like you're not finna go from virgin to like complicated, um, expert level stuff. Like what that book just, gave me so much pause um, because I'm like, okay, so we're just not gonna like ease into missionary. Like we're just gonna dive right in. I just couldn't pick up what she put down. I mean, whatever, off topic again. Um, but yeah, I was single 
and apparently too fat to mingle. Um, if I thought high school kids found me undateable, then college kids found me repulsive. Not only was I being put down by people in my home state now, but the out of state, the out of state peeps thought, nah, they, they didn't have time for me at all. They were heavy with the rejection too. Um, I don't know what it is or what it was about me back then. But I thought, let's let's shoot our shot. Let's shoot our shot. Despite the rejection, yeah, um, that I kept facing. And despite me knowing, like, I don't even want to commit to anything serious. Whatever. I had a new crush all the time. They seemed to like me, and I would get convinced by my friend that it had to be mutual, only to ruin a good friendship with the guy in the process. I don't, reflecting now, I don't know if they truly didn't like me or they weren't comfortable liking me because I was fat and it just, it just wasn't done. It wasn't done. Like, people weren't dating us out in public, free, open, like that. Ooh, it wasn't done, right? And I honestly, I just, I don't know which is worse. Um, but outside of that, <laughs> college was just great. Uh, I graduated college, started working and being an adult, right? So I turned 25 and life just isn't lifing for me. You know, um, I was miserable at home, feeling taken advantage of by my family. So I left and I moved to Texas with a guy. And he used my naiveness and took advantage, right? He was a grown ass man who knew I had never been shown relationship things. I didn't even understand flirting. And I know that sounds maybe perplexed or confusing, but I just didn't. I had never been shown it. Like I, I was so used to being in the friend zone, I didn't know anything else. I especially didn't know red flags because in fairy tales, there aren't any. <laughs> yeah. So the books that I was reading, the movies that I was watching, Happily Ever After, there aren't any red flags from Prince Charming. So like I, I was not equipped for this. I was so desperate for affection, love, a relationship that I took whatever was offered to me and I confused it um, to for something that was healthy for something that wasn't. I don't know if that made sense. Um, and I settled for something that I didn't truly want. But because I was being shown a little bit of... Ooh, 
you're pretty, you're beautiful. Like what? No one swept you off your feet? What? I don't understand how you're still single. I ate that shit up, man. <laughs> Whoa. Ate it, no crumbs. We lived together and he, of course, I mean, you're living with the whole dude. What do you think he want to do? I don't care. At the end of the day, unless Jesus is your right hand man, if we're living together, I mean, you shouldn't even put yourself in that type of predicament if you're trying to abstain. But if you're living together with someone, they expect that nine times out of 10. But I didn't want to. I honest to God didn't want to, but I felt obligated to. And I tried to force myself, but I couldn't commit in the end. He would bring it up and I, I literally would try. Just, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's do it, right? And then I would just get really bad anxiety when he would climb over me. Like, I wouldn't be able to breathe. I would just start like, like I couldn't, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but just like everything in me would lock up and all I could do was like scream. I just felt like I was being forced to do something I didn't want to. And it was, I just, I could not. I would feel like I was cheating my future self out of something special. Like I was cheating on my soulmate. Like I was letting God down. Just so many things would go through my head. Um, and I just couldn't share an experience like that with the wrong person. Something so special should be shared with the right person. And I always just pictured it being on my wedding night. Now that I am 30, or about to be 30 in July, and I am still a virgin, I know, I know, gasp. I, re I realized several things, right? I'm waiting because I want to, and I don't owe anyone an explanation. I don't know how many times I get this question. Like, if I I haven't tried to pursue anyone or been pursued in a hot minute because I'm working on myself, but that's always like, oh, why are you still a virgin? Or, oh my gosh, I'm gonna tear you out the front. Like, mm, no, no, sir. I don't know anyone an explanation. That's just what it is. Um, but one of the biggest reasons why in the past I've waited because I've always been terrified. It terrifies me to be intimate like that with someone because I was and I working on it, but I still am ashamed of my body. No matter how attractive, sexy, beautiful someone else finds you, if you don't see yourself that way, it falls on deaf ears. 
I have so many things I want to change about how I look. And the thought of being so exposed to someone is daunting. Besides, I don't have the energy for how long it takes to have an orgasm for you, for me. Like, I'd be tired taking my trash out. So I just, I don't, I don't have the drive right now to be going at it for an extended period of time. Like, I'm tapping out after a short period of time. I just, so, you know, I'm just working on that. I say all of (laughs) this, that, to say it's all right to wait. Heck, it's okay to be a hoe. It's your life, honey, and you should get it how you live. I'm not here to judge. For me, it just seems it would be pointless not to wait after all this time. And I have a lot of work I need to do on myself before I'm ready to be someone's soulmate. I have a lot of growing to do. I look back over the last few years and I think about how unprepared I was for any type of relationship. I would have ruined whomever God had sent my way. And honestly, my parents didn't even prepare me for this. They were too busy trying to scare me away from having sex, trying to ingrain in me to wait until marriage, to not date anyone, when realistically it just caused me to get entangled in situations I could have avoided had I been better prepared. If I could go back and prepare myself, I would explain to younger me that it's important to wait for someone who values you as a person, not just your body. You want to share yourself with someone who is invested in your dreams, your growth, your beliefs. Sex is something special. And once you share it with someone, you are connected to them. Some connections aren't meant to be had. I don't want to be tied to a loser. I don't want the memories, guilt, or pain that comes with the connection. Waiting affords me freedom from that. It prevents me from heartbreak and losers who only want you, me, for my body. Before I peace out, (laughs) I want to say being a virgin doesn't mean I can't get a man. Right? So people assume because I'm in possession of my V-card that I just haven't had the opportunity to discard it. But that's not the case. Yes, I'm a big girl. But if I wanted to, I could have smashed and dashed several dudes. I could have a body count. They may not want to be your boyfriend, but they ain't denying free kitty, especially fresh never frozen kitty like this. This is hot off the presses, hot cross buns, put it in the oven for baby and me, prime real estate. So I've never, I'm never without suitors to rent out this property. I just choose to not lease it out. We have to know our worth. No matter how much you weigh or what you look like, you hold value. 
You are special enough to wait on.